Welcome, Fivers, to another episode of High Five, the podcast, the movie podcast for people who like other stuff, too. On this week's episode, your hosts Q and Jay dive into some of their favorite movies and hopefully talk about some of your favorites, too. Feel free to yell at your speakers when we ignore your favorites, or you could just tweet at us with your choices, like an adult. Now, let's join Q and Jay in the writer's room as they dive in. Fair warning, this podcast may contain spoilers for movies that came out 20 years ago, but at this point, that's really your fault. And now, on with the show. You have to make the face, though. <laughs> We're doing something alive. <laughs> I, I, the Heartbreak Hotel. I don't. I, the thing is, that's not how the Heartbreak Hotel song goes. But that's no. the song I need to segue into the topic of tearjerkers. But since I don't know it, I just have to do a bad Elvis impersonation, saying the words of the song to a tune that's not the song. Uh, it's the heartbreak hotel, mother. <laughs> I was gonna go different. I was actually gonna be like, we are having an emotional date because we miss Q so much. So we are being big crybabies, and our list will reflect <laughs> such things today. The heartbreak hotel. <laughs> that's uh, that's my. Uh, that, that's not an impression of Q, but it's what I imagine he sounds like as he weeps that he misses us so much. Yeah. Um, he is, he's out sick today, everybody. I, I'm so sorry to have to say that, that he is out sick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm calling the podcast. <laughs> what is going on over there? <laughs> Well, this is an episode all about tear jerkers on High Five Colon the podcast. Movies that yep. make you cry, things that make you cry. <laughs> it's just going to be really sad. <laughs> people can't there see will me. Be they might tears. Maybe people thought I may have just been like really weirdly laughing at, at other people's pain, but that's how I cry, everybody. Isn't it weird that you that some people's laughs sound like they're crying or vice versa? It or does. like they sound the same. I find that completely baffling to me. I I find it scary because I'm like, I don't know how to respond right oh, now. Which like, is the right way. <laughs> should I like hug you or throw a pie at you? Like, I'm not really sure like what you need right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, that was ridiculous in the best way. <laughs> I think with that, we should high five. Should we high five? High five! High five! High five! High five! High five, high five son! Woo! High five! 
Don't leave me hanging. <laughs> that Perfect. was impressive, you guys. You don't even know how absolutely immaculate that high five it. was. It's it could not have show. been crisper. Yes. We we capped it. Now, like I don't know, like you throw a perfect basketball goal from across the other end of the field. None of those are sports metaphors. Why am I going with Not, sports nope. metaphors? I don't you know. Cry into a bucket. Let's just all cry into buckets. Well, My goodness, that was a good high five. And it we was. as mentioned, we're here to talk about movies, movies that make us cry. And you know, uh I like last week. Q was on a journey last week. This week he is unfortunately under the weather. Uh, there's been a lot going around. Allergies have been He's crazy got universe this year. cred. Oh man. So we we sent him all the best wishes and you guys send him your wishes as well. Uh by the time you hear this, he will be beyond well. So thank you for in the future for all that you've done for us in the past. Uh that was adorable. <laughs> that was adorable. Thank Mia, you. <laughs> how how do you hiccup so adorably? Uh, because I normally don't. Normally, it sounds like a pterodactyl shriek. You got a mouse squeak that time, so <laughs> don't, 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 make me, <laughs> don't make me spit coffee. Oh, pterodactyl. Oh, sorry. I like the idea of a, like. So, <gasps> <laughs> no, mine's more like <gasps> like that. <laughs> I uh, I laugh, but I have also sneezed like that on a regular basis. Um, you mean hiccup? Man. But yes, also sneeze. Yeah, hic- hiccup, sneeze, snick up. Um, snick up. It's when you sneeze and hiccup at the same time. <laughs> That's like shiggles, shits and gigs. Snick up. Snick up sounds better than hickeys. <laughs> <laughs> We're not supposed to be laughing. We're supposed to be crying. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I wish oh. you guys could see his face when he's doing these things. It is the, the thing hilarious. Is, there is video. Video exists. It's probably on the Project Hyphen Nerd website somewhere. They should track it down. Um, they should. So we wanted to do tear jerkers. This is one you know we've talked about recently. Did like bad video game movies. Uh, we've done movies that we love, and you know last mm-hmm. week we did Fantasy Worlds. This week we wanted to do a sadder topic, not because we want to be sad, but you know what sadness and and weeping and crying it's a part of the human experience and if movies aren't encapsulating that human experience then then they're not doing all that art can and should be doing so movies some movies need to make you cry and that's okay and that is okay um uh i uh it's always fun i'll have um conversations with family members or people that aren't as into, you know, movies as you mean QR Mia. Uh, but they'll be like, Oh, I just did not like that movie. I'm like, really? It's like, yeah, it was just, I didn't, I didn't think it was very good. I'm like, why? And like, just made me so sad. It's like, well, Schindler's list isn't supposed to make you happy. No, like, it's not supposed like, to make you feel good. The movies are supposed to be like, Oh, I can empathize with people that I don't have the same experiences with. Yes. <laughs> Or like, oh, I can accept sadness. We need mm-hmm. to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. It broadens your emotional horizons, basically. Yeah. So, I what think makes that's... you sad, Mia? What what type of movies do you gravitate towards when oh. when you're like? Do you ever go to movies to like have a particular emotion? Let me start there. No, no, no. I do not. I go to movies for the experience and the. I think what quantifies itself is the emotions I do feel while watching it. 
like um, that. that's that's what that's so experience would be the quality and then mm. emotions would be the quantity i and... like that that's the very <laughs> interesting way well because you know i do i go back and forth i will you know sometimes i'm mm -hmm. in a fun mood and i want to watch something that will make me laugh or you know there yeah. are times where you know you're having this this is a silly silly example but like you know you there are movies like you have a, a rough breakup or something and you're like, you mm -hmm. know what? I just want to watch a movie where people are dealing with a rough breakup and yeah. you know, that, that understand that, you know, you feelings are universal and mm -hmm. I'm not the only one who has felt like that, like my nerves are getting ripped out at their roots. Like, yeah. you know, uh, this is a universal feeling and how do other people deal with it or what do experiences look like? I mean, Obviously, that has changed throughout my lifetime. For sure. Uh, I find, you know, the movies that affected me when I was younger were movies that, one, were either about direct experiences like, you mm -hmm. know, it's uh, fr friends in school, like, dying. Oh, okay, or, okay, okay. Yeah, so or, like or the coming of age movies. Yeah, yeah, like breakups okay. and things like that. But then as I got older, and especially now in the phase of my life, Anything mm -hmm. having to do with child, children, drama, oh, um, strife is is way more affecting to me now than it ever was, you know, 15 years ago. Like, what, what are the ones that affect you, I guess, the most right Love now? stories. Yeah? Love story, even when I was little. Um, there's, there's some, like, one that was uh, on my list that I battled it out with but didn't make the list. Um, but were my first introductions into realizing I could cry while watching a film like Fox and the Hound and uh, mm -hmm. Land Before Time. Those are films that had, I think it's just interpersonal relationships. Yeah. It doesn't always have to be a love story, although love doesn't have to be romantic. It could be a sure. love story between between family and friends and, and life. life. Um, yeah. But <clears throat> I think the ones that get me the most for sure is romantic yeah. heartbreak stories uh, especially if i understand both of them if yeah. i understand both Damn. of them you are tearing me apart i and i don't know if this movie is on your list don't tell me if it is but there's one sure. that i battled on with this mm -hmm. list in particular and it fits that bill exactly and yeah. it, it almost made it man mia it was this close um okay but and if you haven't seen it, this is probably up your alley, but Blue Valentine <laughs> with... Um, I haven't Mich even heard of that film. Okay. So it's Michelle Williams and Ryan Gosling. Okay. And Blue it's, Valentine. It is heartbreaking. It's basically, it's told out of order, but it's oh. uh, vignettes of their relationship mm. basically falling apart over time. They're two people okay. that really do love each other, but he is an, an agro alcoholic and, Ooh. but they are, but they have like a lot of connections and it's just vignettes and pieces of their relationship and things mm. falling apart and things of that. And it is great. And it is, it is heart wrenching and it is tough to watch. And I, mm. I debated having it on my list. And really the distinction that I made was there are movies that are tough to watch, like Blue Valentine or Requiem yeah. for a Dream. Oh, but I yeah. don't cry. Like, I'm not mm -hmm. crying out of emotion. I'm just like, I'm just so 
torn. Physically feeling what the movie is telling me to feel. <laughs> so those right, were like right. right on the cusp of like, man, does I don't I don't know. Requiem for a Dream is impacting, but it's not a tearjerker. And like, how right. nuanced do I want to get? So I had to I had to really balance myself to be like, okay, they all can't be kid trauma. Yeah. And they all can't, they can't be just really uncomfortable movies. Like it has to mm -hmm. be something that evokes tearful emotions. Yeah. Uh, um, okay. So for, for uh, me, when I came to what I picked, I think, so I definitely, I told myself not to stray away from anime movies. Uh, okay. And I do that. I do that a lot whenever we're <clears throat> doing these lists only because I know basically from my gathering anyway, that the only anime movies you've ever watched are the Miyazaki films. Um, Pretty much. And, and, right. And, and sorry, he was just know, stepping and, into it. And sorry and that that handi handicaps any of your lists, but you're more than welcome to put them on there. Cause we, I write them down. <laughs> to watch later. I have yeah. two, two on okay. this list. Okay, those um, count. Th yeah, they they are. Um, I get you'll you'll know when when we get there when I explain them. Yeah, <laughs> I had see I had to do the same thing. I had a lot of limitations that I put on myself for this list. Oh one, yeah. Uh, one limitation was I could only pick one Pixar movie. Mm -hmm. Um, those are and all. Boy, do Pixar movies do it? Oh. <laughs> and they're designed to, and they're great at it, and it's like they have it down to a science. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. So I couldn't. I was just like, okay, I have to pick one. And uh, apologies to all the other ones that make me cry that I'm gonna forget. Yeah. Um, the other limitation that I put on myself is I could only have one documentary, um, because oh. documentaries are ones that I end up connecting with. And get will get teary eyed at a lot, mm, like okay. it, it. It does all it has to be is impactful and true. Like Blackfish, mm -hmm. the one about like the the orcas in captivity, yeah. uh, that one did it for me. The cove, oh, the one where they were like spearing dolphins in secret in the cove in Japan, th that oh, one did it. Like there are so many that like will get me because they're designed to, and it's real people dealing with real experiences. So I, mm -hmm. I had to put it had to limit it to one um, but it's one that will yeah. get me every time what an interesting list that would have been if you if we would have done like just documentaries like tearjerker documentaries what oh, an interesting man. list we would have come up with i don't I, have I don't, any on mine mind you i don't know if i would have been able to make it through it i'd have just been a oh, yeah? puddle of mess by the end <laughs> that list you don't even have to just, watch just, the films just putting the list together talking about it one of them uh, probably there's one of them is going to do it on this list right now just talking about the movies yeah yeah oh, do we do man. we want to get started then yeah uh number Doing... one zach and miri make a porno Ew, um, oh wait no sorry <laughs> i think it, i you guys definitely... will see my face <laughs> <laughs> i definitely think that we should list me are you ready to list I'm ready to list. List. This is where we make a list. A list. List. All right. Okay. Mia, as always, please get us started with your number five. Where are we going to start shedding some tears today? 
Ooh, I'm hitting you with a gut wrencher. Right here, right here. Right yep. Here. My number five is my Pixar movie pick. Mm. And it is Up. Here's the thing. Yep. Here's the thing about Up. A lot of people will ask, is it really sad or is just the first five minutes sad? And that it's a valid question, but I it uh, is I'm, a very excited, valid question. I'm excited to hear your response. The answer is yes. <laughs> the answer yeah. is yes. You're you're you get I mean, spoiler alert, I guess, if you haven't watched it, but oh, you get on. I know yeah, spoiler I know alert for up everybody. Yes, you get <laughs> go watch watch. Up. Do it. You have Ellie. And, I don't even remember his name. <laughs> I only remember um, Ellie's name. <laughs> Oh, I want to say Roger. We'll get it. You watch the two of them become friends and fall in love. You see a little bit of what they went through, you know, their growth as a couple. And then when she passed and where he's at. And that. Don't don't forget about them losing a child. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Disney, for sure. Um, Through that, most people end up crying. But I think what brings it full circle was that he was able to find meaning and joy and happiness at the end of the movie in the eyes of a child Mm -hmm. or through the relationship of a child, which is a relationship he never got to have. So it wasn't a replacement for his wife. It was a, a new meaning, meaningful relationship that uh, elevated his life in a way he really needed. I just think that film, I think when people try to say that, the sadness or the the tears only come from the first five minutes of the film do the rest of the film an injustice when there's a lot of power on the back yes there's silly yes there's disney yes there's cute but the undertones of pixar are carried throughout the entirety of the film and i think i that's why it's my number five because it it just it's not just the first five minutes of the film it's once you go through that journey with 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 I can't remember his name, but with him. Carl. 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 Carl and Fredrickson. Carl. <laughs> when you go through your journey with Carl, you get to the end and you're just you can't help but be happy for this little old man. I I, I will I'll play my cards. Up was the one that I was flip-flopping back and forth on between what uh, I chose uh, and and uh-huh. and that one. But there are so many. Like I said, Pixar is yes. almost designed. Like even like Finding Dory, I get choked up at almost every time. Oh I'm my gosh! It. There and again, it's part of it's the it's it's because of the phase of life I'm in. Like things with parents and kids really do impact me quite heavily. And that's mm-hmm. one of the benefits that I was gonna. Uh, I'm glad that you mentioned it, so I'm gonna agree mm-hmm. with you. Is that that's the strength of Up? Is that it has both is yep. that up gets you with the love story in the first five minutes. But mm-hmm. then at the end, when Carl shows up at his pinning ceremony, because that yeah. guy's dad is an absent father. It's amazing. Like it, it, it gets you at both ends and he left, he leaves the house on the waterfall as the memorial. Like it's, there's so, mm-hmm. so much, be- so many beautiful images in that movie that I, the one that I have, the one that I, that I chose um, I'll explain why when we get there, but that w- it was between that one and up. So good choice. Okay. Okay. My number five is sort of, sort of a fan service 
pick. It's sort of one of those uh-huh. that like I we can't talk tearjerkers and not at least mention the movie. Um, hmm. It's not my personal favorite, but okay. damn, if it's not designed to make you cry and it's the notebook. Okay. Ah! Listen, <laughs> yeah. I could talk about the faults with that movie all day long, but James Garner at the end of that movie, or I mean them at the end of that movie, it's, it's not even the Ryan it. Gosling stuff. It's nope. not the Ryan Gosling stuff. It's the stuff at the end. Yep. That will get me every time. Like it, and it, it's designed to. And again, like I said, I have movies that I will watch more. I I think Ryan Gosling in Blue Valentine is way more endearing, or like way more mm-hmm. impactful. Um, the Notebook is designed to do what it does, but it does it well. Okay. Like I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Uh, and that man, that that the the emotions that they're able to cobble together at the end of that is is pretty strong. So for my number five, it's just sort of like let's get it out of the way. The Notebook makes people cry. It's on mm-hmm. the list somewhere. So thankfully, that is not, I say thankfully, <laughs> like I enjoyed the movie, but it's not on sure. my list. Uh, but to its credit, to its credit, what I will say is that the performances of the past, right, between mm-hmm. Ryan and Rachel is what makes the present so much more. Yes. Like, it, yes, there's definitely faults in that film for sure. It is, it sure. is, it will not be my favorite uh, romantic movie ever, but um, it gets me for the same reason. But I think that is a credit to the past. I agree. I mean, it's a credit to the actors involved. And, and yes, that's, that's where I will go and land every single time with the notebook is that that's James Garner. Ryan Gosling, um, oh, what's, uh, Rachel McAdams. Uh, thank you. I kept wanting mm-hmm. to say Kate, and that was throwing me off. Rachel McAdams. Everybody's on the top of their game in that movie, mm-hmm. acting wise. And so, you know, you have charismatic, good people in the roles. You're gonna feel mm-hmm. those emotions because that's what they're. That's what they do. And yeah. so, yeah, the the. And I'll I'll say it again. James Garner brings that movie home. Like he. He deserves all the accolades that he gets for that film. So mm-hmm. uh, that was mm-hmm. that was why it's my number five. It's kind of like a, I got to have it. I got to talk about it. It makes people cry. Yeah. It's just not, I mean, it's fine. Now I'm uh. thinking about that one piano scene where mm. she, she, oh, that one, his face, ah, that, that is actually the scene. The scene before the scene, right? You know, the, the preparation, yeah. the emotional yeah. preparation yeah, yeah, yeah. scene. It is poignant <laughs> it is it, it is it's again it's just like there are movies that are like that and and not to uh like movies like stepmom uh it's mm, one that came up I for love me stepmom it's, yeah it uh, again good actors doing emotive things that's designed to generate an emotion yeah and it works yep. it, it, it it's it's a good it's fine it's not my favorite but it's like because of how it's designed it's gonna work Beaches right, is the right. same way. Beaches yeah, those are way. honorable like, mentions yeah, for me. Same. Like, all those popped up in my mind. I'm like, well, this, mm-hmm. I cry, I cry, I cry. But then I thought about it. I'm like, why is that? And it's because mm-hmm. they're just elements they're in the right to. places. Yeah. And they're designed yeah. to. Yeah. I love it. Okay. It's, it was less about connection. Okay. Yes. My, I guess I'm on a number four. Yeah. Me to the matter. Let's do number four. Ooh. My number four probably one of the most if not the most famous uh anime movie 
of okay. our time for sure. I mean, Akira comes number one forever. Um, but it's a it's called Your Name, okay. and I'll give you I'll give you a sin of because I'm I feel like most of the people here don't watch anime movies. Yeah, who are, like, who are give listening. Us- Give us a synopsis because I I want to look up the branding for this though because I oh think god I have shirts I have shirts um so it's about these two teenagers um that one is in the present and one is in the past or you can consider it one is in the present one is in the future um something happens and the two of them end up switching bodies every now and again switching bodies and okay. it's a, a boy and a girl and they live each other's lives right and then at one point they realize oh we're there's an apart here there's no way we are going to be able to find each other Uh, because time time right right time time. exists it's the lake house conundrum basically but better (laughs) i'm I'm sure i am sure um (laughs) and towards the end you do so one of the things I'm gonna give some one of the things about the film that it doesn't give you is a complete ending. Mm. It gives you it gives you ju- and oh 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 if only you could oh, see it if only oh, you there. could see it. What? It oh, gives there. you there. <laughs> there. it gives you just enough of an ending to satisfy it's like an appetizer, but sure. you are definitely not getting the meal and you sure as fuck aren't getting the dessert. You have to feed that to yourself, and that just makes you love it even more. Well, let me ask, is it designed that way because there are follow-ups that are meant to give you some of those answers, or is the experience of that how it was designed like to not give you those answers? Yep. I love that. I love that because mm-hmm. I love when things aren't meant to be like, oh, well, this has to lead into something yep. else. We're setting up a sequel. It's like, then why did I just watch this? Like, I, I don't mm-hmm. mind there being a sequel if it's necessary, but that sure. i see i like that that's very very intriguing i like that that concept um and i like the fact that you don't get all the answers no no you get you get a glimmer of an answer yeah. and all you have left when you're done is hope which is basically the 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 feel of the movie is is hope yeah. and yearning you get that when you're done you're like <laughs> is it is it and you don't know you'll never know but it's it's great it's great it's it's funny the way that you describe the ending of that movie is actually uh-huh. very similar to an ending of one of my other honorable mentions have you, seen, is, have you seen marriage story i have seen marriage story and it is an honorable mention for me too yeah. i went it's out of so my way good. not to put it on but it well <sighs> Well, see, that was another one that fell into that 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 uh, that category of it was it very did what it was em- supposed to do. Yeah, and it was very emotional, but I wasn't like weeping the whole time. No. Though I wasn't like crying, crying. I was no. just like, "This is so good yeah. and so real." Especially the scene where they're fighting in the hotel or in the apartment oh, or whatever. And he hits the oh, it's just so good. And every day I wake up and just <sighs> and then they're Adam, both to one day I both- cross you. <sighs> They're both just so beautiful, beautifully. But the end of that movie is exactly what you described is you don't get a complete Mm -hmm. answer. All you have Mm -hmm. is they're just going to try as hard as they can and hopefully do the best. And that's kind of good enough for that type of film. You know, Uh, so that was just interesting is that was an honorable mention. And you described like that was exactly how I described marriage story (laughs) at the end of that one. Um, Okay, so. 
Are you ready for my number four? I am so ready for your number four. Let's go. My number four is uh, all of the emotion. Again, it comes from the acting. It's going to be a theme in this episode, I feel. But Mm -hmm. the the connections between these two actors. My number four is Goodwill Hunting. Ooh. I, there is something about, well, there's a lot of things. Let me just put that out there. Seeing Robin Williams uh, gives me heart pangs. Oh, um, for just sure. Because, <laughs> just because of how uh, he was incredibly important to my life, my com- like just I, my comedy fandom, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you know, his passing away, like seeing him in his prime, like doing great acting, um, yeah. not just being silly is, mm-hmm. is uh, nostalgic and gives me heart pangs. But man, the scenes of him and Matt Damon in the office just chatting is, is uh, are so impactful so good that you know it's like the, it's not your fault it's not your fault it's not your fault yeah the the his story monologues. of oh, the story of him talking about his wife farting in his sleep like yes farting that's in what I was sleep, of. <laughs> which was improvised by the way um that was improvised by robin williams for that scene and that's why him and matt damon were laughing so hard is because it was all real like it was all oh wow non-scripted and that's incredible just man i cannot like everything about goodwill hunting is just again actors at the top of their game it's a very well done script it's it's just i love dialogue heavy emotion like people getting at the heart of what it means to be people i love that sort of stuff because i'm confused about that stuff all the time what it means to be people. yes so if I can see other people struggling with it, I connect with it really quickly. And so that movie mm-hmm. I connected with and have always like, I go back to it and I'm still just like, Oh yeah, man, he's not there anymore. He's not there. He went, no. he went after a girl stole his line. Boom. Oh, the apple sign is my, is my favorite line yeah. though. Well, sure. that, Oh, Oh yeah. The, uh, yeah. How you like how them, about apples? them apples. I, yeah. The, the other improv line was um, at the end of the movie when Robin Williams reads the letter and he says, I got to go see about a girl. And he said, son of a bitch stole my line. That was a Robin. <laughs> they did like they did that scene a bunch of times. And Robin Williams did like a bunch of different takes. And that was one. That oh, came up. that was the one that they were like. Nope. That's it. So, yeah, I, I love it. That's I just I, if you have if it, people haven't seen it, recommend it. Uh, you're going to you'll get you'll get choked up over math problems. You will. <laughs> OK. All right. Number three. Now, number three. My number three is the other anime film. Okay. okay. It is It is another. T- so neither of these. Well, your name comes pretty close to like my favorite, favorite anime film of all time. Um, my actual favorite isn't on this list. But yeah. number three or four uh, is this. And it's called A Silent Voice. Uh, okay. A Silent Voice is on is on Netflix. Okay. Yes, A Silent Voice is that. on Netflix. So you could definitely watch that one. And it is great for kids to watch and for adults to watch. In, okay. in the level of impact and the layered impact that it's going going for. So it's, <clears throat> it's about a girl who is deaf. deaf and okay. she gets bullied by this boy really badly in elementary school slash middle school and stuff happens time flashes forward and here we are he's you see him now 
trying to basically redeem himself. Okay. Um, and it's it's a story like that, but you get some you get some moments, right? You get some moments, and there is a character. There is a character. Uh, your face. You, your my face. face. I wish people could see it. <laughs> oh my god! You're already this, mad character, at this character. Yes, it's so it's a female character. Uh, she is she is throughout the movie. You hate her. You're meant to yeah. hate her, but it, like you're you're like you're meant to hate her. But you at, like especially if you're someone who has been bullied, who's had a frenemy or like a straight up enemy who tries to be nice to your face. It makes you hate her even more if you've had that type yeah. of thing. Um, and the thing is, I can even I can maybe thirty percent relate with that. Mm -hmm. But even like from the friends I've had and conversations I've had with Amanda, like I know that that dynamic is so much stronger within female friend groups. Absolutely. So even as much as I believe I could even understand that anger mm -hmm. that you get seeing a character like that, I yep. it's probably even so much worse than I'm even thinking. Yep. There is a moment uh, <laughs> between the mothers of the kids. Uh-huh. I'm trying not to get emotional about it. Where mom, where mom number two, not mom number one, mom number two comes in is like, it's, it's an anime film. So they're going to do the, the bow uh, and on the knees sure, bowing sure. thing. Um, as a as a motive of full, like I'm even giving I'm giving you my back and my neck, and I'm doing this thing, and it's just it was a very powerful moment that I think was understated on purpose. Mm. Um, but I the it's it's a bullying story that takes place in a way you forget you've seen. You forget you've seen because a, the deaf community isn't a is a is it right. a normalized community in in film, let alone <laughs> anime film? So it's right. just like it makes it cut extra deep, right? Extra, well, extra and it's deep. not like the the films that that people have can be like super relatable. It's like a quiet place mm -hmm. and a quiet place too. Yeah, it's like you know I feel like that sometimes when aliens attack me and my family. Yeah. <laughs> so so I just if there is one. Of the two, I know for sure a silent voice is on Netflix, and I mm -hmm. highly recommend you watch that with your kids. Just Do I don't it, know if, if you don't care. Yeah, if you don't care about crying in front of them, then have them sit next to you. Otherwise, make them sit on the floor and you on the couch if you don't want to well, be my, crying. My kids see me cry all the time. We'll see. There you go. I I just yeah, I'm, I, um, I'm really excited to hear your feedback of it too. Yeah, I, I will check it out. That sounds that sounds good. We have dealt with bullying already in kindergarten, so it's something mm. that we talk about in our family. So. Uh, okay. All right, my number three here. Uh, my number yeah. three is my my number three is my documentary. Um, oh. I've talked about this movie before, uh, okay. and I it, it's one of those that I I hesitate to even recommend people watch because it's so upsetting. But oh, damn. it's so good and it's very okay. necessary and needed. But the movie is Dear Zachary, a letter about to a son about his father. So. Here's the oh, premise. Oh no. <laughs> Dad stuff gets me. Oh no. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. I'm just going to tell you the premise and then I'm okay. going to stop and then let you cuz this is a movie that I people need to experience and I don't want to spoil or ruin kind of the narrative of what happens. But okay. the premise of the film is there is uh, a man and his wife and they have a son. The wife has uh, emotional issues and she okay. murders the dad 
So the dad's best friend, who is a filmmaker, decides to make a letter interviewing all of the dad's friends. Like, this is who your dad was. He was a great guy. He was so very funny and he was amazing and we love him and you should know who your dad was. And that's the movie, except while he's filming that movie, a court case happens where the the parents of the father who was murdered are trying to get the son away from the mom who murdered the dad. And it's basically the, the documentary is one part, I'm going to film this letter and tell about this guy. And then, oh my God, this crazy court case has happened. And now I'm documenting it live. Holy and shit. she like flees to Canada and takes the kid and like they can't, there's like extradition laws and it is capital H, H like heartbreaking and it's oh important and sad. And it, it's, I will, I'm almost crying just talking about it because there are <laughs> just things that happen. These grandparents are so dedicated to saving and getting these kids and just Absolutely. all the things that they have to go up against. It's just, it's, it's amazing. Um, oh so that's my number three. Cause I cannot get through it without crying. Where, where can I find that though? It has been on Netflix in the past, but I think okay. right now it may be like a $2 rental on Amazon. Okay. Um, okay. It may also be on Tubi? Question mark. I don't um, have Tubi. Oh, some of it may be on some of the free ones. Okay. Okay. I'll definitely have to check it out. And uh, when I really need to cry, dad stuff makes me cry. This one will do it. This okay. one gets me too. <laughs> okay well I, we'll have to do that Ooh. oh i'm excited i'm excited so we've got our two and ones we've talked about a lot of sad stuff so far um yep what what could possibly be two and one mia you gotta i i, I i've gone through a whole box of kleenex in the first half of this episode what do you got mm -hmm, for me now mm -hmm. so my my top two are not widely known films Okay, great. Even better. High Five the Podcast mm -hmm. is nothing if not an exploratory show introducing Absolutely. people to their new favorite movies. So my number two is called If Beale Street Could Talk. That is awesome movie. Isn't it? Isn't it? It's Oh my goodness. Yeah, I grew up good. in Memphis. I grew up in Memphis too. So like the Beale Street, like it takes place oh, in Memphis, wow. Beale Street, like that Yeah. Um, I was not a part of that. Like, obviously, uh -huh. uh, I am a very sure. privileged, fat little <laughs> white kid. Um, but I was around and had friends and communities mm -hmm. and Beale Street and the Memphis culture is yeah. something that I am familiar with. And so that movie is heart wrenching. It's it's um it's all it's similar to the the last black man in San Francisco, if you've seen that. I um, haven't heard of that one either, but now I have to write it down. The okay, the, the last, last black the man in okay. San Francisco. So for when I was watching, if Beale Street could talk, this is this is the film, the only film that I cannot remember if I cried, but what I did remember was the love, mm -hmm. which in turn is what made me feel. The actor, I don't know what his name, but the actor who look, plays I'll the lead character. You. Oh, you, I, I wanted to be loved by that man. I wanted yeah. to be seen 
like the way he sees her. I wanted those facial expressions directed at me forever, which only makes the rest of the movie so much more impactful. She did a great job, but he is who won me over. And also, I think it was, if it wasn't the opening sequence, um, it was almost immediately after, but the colors that they used and the toning that they used, the movement, the music, the feel, there was hope and naivety in the beginning of that film and that carried on pretty much throughout the rest even in even in the despair even in the injustice even in the the falsities and all of that stuff just there there was that movie that movie's uh, uh, yeah. fucking incredible there's no other way well, to say it than that way uh, <laughs> i agree and and to give credit where it's due um i think the guy's name is stephen james the actor okay stephen okay his name is stephen james and this is one of the things like um moonlight i did you see moonlight i did well? not it's on my list of things to watch it's directed by the same guy, Barry Jenkins. Ooh. So, and it's the same type of thing. It's like after the success okay. of Moonlight and he won the Oscar for that, that's what got mm-hmm. him the ability to green light Biff Beale Street could talk. So oh. he, he loves to tell stories about the black communities and marginalized people within the yes. black communities. And so Moonlight is about, you know, a homosexual black man and his mm. like different vignettes throughout his life. Like there's, like a third of the movies when he's a kid, a third of the movies when he's a late teenager and a third of the movies when he's an adult. And it shows okay. kind of like his, yeah. and Bill street could talk is similar. I don't yeah. remember like the, the scene cause it's out of order as well. So whether it's yes. the beginning of the movie or near, I don't remember, but also very good. Also a great Barry Jenkins movie. Couldn't agree more that everybody needs to see it. Um, Absolutely. I went, I went back and forth, and I want to see. I don't remember if this is a Barry Jenkins movie or not. Uh, it's, I'm gonna look. It, I'm gonna look all it up of, really quick though. Just when it comes to films that uh, take you out of your experience and put you into a whole other person's experience, mm-hmm. if Beale Street could talk, really, really does like it does it the does. best it can. You know, from like yeah. The two of us who definitely have sure, not right. experienced those things. And I've only experienced even like a super, like a small little cube of what yeah. they did. And I just, my well, heart, okay? My heart. I, it, the heart, the heart <laughs> well, and that's the thing is, and there's there are a handful of movies. And the movie I was thinking of that I thought Barry Jenkins might have done um, that's similar to this is Fruitvale Station. Um, but it's not. Okay. That's Ryan Coogler. That's the guy who directed right. But that yeah, one is yeah. also very impactful. Like uh, that was more about racial injustice. Um, mm-hmm. But those movies, I I'm always very moved by. But because I can't connect with them on a personal experience level, mm-hmm. uh, I watch them as more of a way to try and empathize, learn. Yeah. And, oh, that's not what I had thought that experience. Was yeah, like. I don't find myself weeping as much as I feel myself like. Oh, I am okay. I'm smarter now. I'm better. Yeah. I hope I'm, I hope I'm better now. Um, but yeah, so I I couldn't I could not agree more that that is an underserved movie. People need to watch it and learn from it and just live with those characters because it's beautiful. Um, well done. Good choice. Thank you. Uh, my number two is on the more popular side because it's my Pixar choice. Uh, oh. 
and and the reason it's my number two is because outside of my best tries, I cannot watch this movie without getting a huge lump in my throat or letting myself cry. And it's day <sighs> three. I knew it. I knew it. I, <laughs> I, I listen. I I debated up. Up was on there. Wally was also like I debated yes. that because it's very emotional. But when they're sliding down to the fire pit, and they reach out and hold each other's hands, mm-hmm. and just accept that their journey as toys has come to an end. Oh no! <laughs> I, <laughs> I just I can't. Yeah. It's so perfect. And like, and I even, Toy Story 4 was against when they announced, I was like, we don't need that. The trilogy was so good. And mm-hmm. I've been fine with that one. That one is worthy. It's great. It's very good. But there, the the journey that was started in that first one to where they end up in the third one, holding hands, yeah. going down towards that fire. I just can't handle it. I cannot handle it. Um, and then they obviously they save them right at the end. And then right after that, there's the scene of Andy giving them to Bonnie and yeah. reliving his joy with them. And I'm just a puddle. Like, it's like you, <laughs> I barely got through the fire scene without crying. The lump hasn't even proceeded to go down in my throat. And now you're hitting me with this shit. Like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm done. I'm crying Hold and I'm done. out. Yeah. So that was, uh, I knew Pixar, I mean, Pixar's are masters at it, but there's something yeah. about Toy Story 3. I cannot get, I can't, I just can't. Have you ever seen the, um, it's like a, a meme basically about Pixar where Pixar's basically just like, what if things had feelings? Like, what if toys had feelings? What if monsters had feelings? What if feelings had feelings? <laughs> what if cars had feelings? Yes. It, yes. It, what if fish had feelings? I couldn't like. What if human beings had feelings, and they make us realize we all have those feelings? Have feelings, yeah, yeah. Yep. So that's my inside out two. was an honorable mention. Inside out was the other one because when she goes home and was just like, "I'm sorry, I miss home. I'm sad. Mm-hmm. I, I can't. I can't." For me, it's I, take her to the moon for me. Oh, <laughs> and he just disintegrates. Uh, <laughs> Gets me. Uh, I'm just home and I'm sorry. Please don't. Be- when she says, please don't be mad at me. Mm-hmm. That's what does it. It's the idea. And, and, and again, it comes from the one, the experience of knowing how as a kid, that fear of it. I'm not, if I'm sad, I'm going to get in trouble type of yeah, thing. Yeah. I'm not or allowed what, to be or, sad or, or whatever. Yeah. However it, it, it actualizes for people. Yeah. I don't want to yeah. dictate their experiences, but but when she, but the as a parent, the idea of you being upset about a real thing could never make me mad at you. Like that idea. Yeah. Oh, when she's just weeping, he's like, "Please don't be mad at me, but I'm sad in this home." It's like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, inside, inside Out was almost up there too. That's a good one. Yeah. All right, okay. man. What could what could be number one, Mia? What could outdo all that we've done? <laughs> I really hope you've seen this movie, Jay. I Maybe. really, really hope you've seen this movie. Um, this is the first movie that I was, first off, I saw it in the theater. And I was like, <laughs> like that. Okay. No okay. other movie. Yeah, I know. No other movie has made me want to hiccup cry 
um, except this one. And it is the movie Life Itself. I have I have seen that. It was a while ago, so you're gonna have to remind me of the the crux of it. But I'm gonna look so, up because I have seen it. So Antonio Banderas, uh, Oscar Isaac, Olivia Wilde, uh, Mandy oh, Patinkin. Okay. okay, I see. I, okay, the one I was thinking of was the uh, uh, was the Rogers a Roger Ebert documentary called Life Itself, and ah. that was also very that was also very uh, impactful. But this yes. is the one. Oh, this is the one that was done by the uh, This Is Us dude. Was it? Yeah, the guy, Dan Fogelman, the guy who created the show This Is Us. I think this is his movie. Oh, wow. Uh, it started out, so it starts out a little a little crazy, right? Sam Jackson is in it. It seems like he's one, the one doing the, um, the narrating and all the other stuff. But it gets intense really fast, and then it keeps you there. Huh. Um, the slow moments are done masterfully. They're done on purpose because they're like trying to ease you off just a little bit, just to hike you back up again. Um, the performances, first off, it quality actors. Let's just start with oh. that one. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. But it's it's a story about how two lovers came to be, and how. The people before them are the reason why they were able to connect and get together. And that in and of itself, yeah, is is bananas J. But you got no, this is the one. Okay. This is the one. I'll go I'll go watch this one. This one I haven't I haven't seen this. Um I am familiar with it. I did know about it, and I was wrong. Let me get that out there. This is not that this is us guy. Um he is this guy, Dan Fogelman. Uh, let me walk you through some of his uh, his credits. He has sure. written a bunch. He wrote the original mm-hmm. Cars to talk Pixar. Oh. Uh, oh, he wrote he wrote Tangled. Um, he wrote uh, Fred Claus and Bolt, that Disney movie Bolt with the uh, wow. dog. Yeah, with the, uh, with the dog. Yeah, John Travolta. <laughs> he wrote uh, he wrote Crazy Stupid Love, the Steve uh, Okay uh, Steve Carell movie. Yes. He wrote, uh, and then Life Itself was like the second movie that he directed or one of the, so he wrote and directed uh, that one. Okay. okay. So okay. I haven't seen this, but I am familiar with it. So. Okay. Uh, it, so because of who writes and directs it, are you more looking forward to it or? I know. I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely ready to dive in. I remember hearing a lot about it when it came out and I love anything mm-hmm. that Oscar is in. So I am um, always yes. down with anything with oscar isaac so yeah uh, yes <laughs> oscar isaac is too incredible um yeah it, <laughs> in the film you're not just feeling for i guess i would call them the end characters like the end sure. result characters you're they aren't and there is a narrator um the narrator helps fit fit fill in what your brain thinks it wants to fill in i got um, you which is nice and then uh I, I just it's so it's so beautiful okay and just there's there's these characters and they go through this one one thing right their entire story sure. arc is one one thing just these characters in particular I mean I cried for the rest of the characters but the uh. particular one really got me okay really got me and like towards the end I was like oh, well, oh I, no. I'm, like I oh said no. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to check it out I haven't seen it so I can't speak to it but I definitely mm-hmm. have heard of it so that counts okay okay 
Well, uh, I'm gonna need you to do it. All right, I'll I'll, I'll check it out, and uh, and the same will go. I think I think you've seen this one, um, but if you haven't seen this one, then you need to see my number one too, because my number one is all about relationships, and if you like father son stuff, this is all about fathers, and oh, it no. is big fish. <gasps> I big, love big fish. It's one of my favorite movies ever. Big fish. I I have every all of the feels with big fish. Um, the end of the movie when he's like carrying Albert Finney and they finally like, or, or like they finally understand, they don't agree with each other, but they understand (laughs) each other. And he, you know, uh, Jesus, it's Jim Caviezel, right? It's Jesus. Um, uh, it's Jesus. (laughs) Uh, I, uh, so uh, you no, and McGregor, McGregor. It's you and McGregor. Yeah. Oh man, even McGregor. better, even better than Jim Caviezel. You and McGregor, yep. like him realizing that the stories kind of are his dad, and that oh, it's just everything about it is just so beautiful. Like, it uh, is. and and all again, we go back to the acting, but like you know, Jessica Lange and Helen Bonham Carter mm-hmm. and Albert, Albert Finney, like James Gardner and Albert Finney are like the stars highlights of my list. Cause they really drive those moments home and they make you, even though Albert Finney's character is kind of like a tall talking sales yeah. guy, you just, you love him <laughs> and you love his trials and tales. And when he has all the flowers and it's just, it hits you ev- everywhere. For me so i have a list of my top five favorite flowers right number four is daffodils and it is because of that movie <laughs> it's just so beautiful and it is. and an, outside of that it's one of the last times i think tim burton was truly a master at the yep. directing craft yep. which is it's painful for me to say because things like Edward Scissorhands and Batman Returns and Mm -hmm. um, you know Big Fish and you know it's just he has such a good way to tell a story and this is kind of like the last bit of beautiful Burton that I've gotten Mm. because after that it was like Alice in Wonderland and the Chocolate Factory and whatever the hell Dark Shadows was so it's so Big Fish is it connects with me, but you know it's father son story. So I mm-hmm. you know that that hits me. But man, it's just it's a human story. The human it's a of, masterpiece. We are the stories that we tell about ourselves. Yes, and that's great. I love that, and I'm all about stories. So that's my number one is Big Fish. I think I'm drying out. Oh, don't make me cry. <laughs> we made it almost to the end and i haven't cried yet so we have we have to put all of this together somehow we do oh god um so big I, fish has to be number one okay i'm, I'm okay with that i it's I one love of my it. favorite almost, movies of all time it has to be I'm almost crying about it right now so okay I'm well that's totally fine for that <laughs> um uh let's see well goodwill i goodwill hunting how about how about this you an anime should be number three and so you oh. get to choose which one you want people to see more is it a silent voice Ooh. or is it your name it's a silent voice okay i think it'll resonate with people more in an in a not directly love relationship way i love it 
I love it. So, okay. So that's number three. Let's see. What's number two? I don't know yet. Uh, we okay. both had a Pixar on our list, so we could put we either Up or Toy Story 3 at number two. Um, I haven't seen Toy Story 3. <gasps> no, don't. Don't. Please don't. Please don't. I, I know. I know. I know. It's so good, Nia. It's so good. Oh, okay. I'm going to, I'm just going to preemptively say that you're going to weep your eyeballs out and that you're going to agree with me <laughs> that it's going to be number two, if you're okay with that. Yeah. Because what, you got to see it. You got to see it. It's so good. It's so good. It's so, it's great. You can't, yeah, I can't wait. Um, okay. So what should we have for number five, four? Four and five. Here, go, we need four and five. Go back, go back through your, your list real quick. Um, if Beale Street could talk, Ooh, right, okay. life itself and your name. I am fine with it for being if Beale Street could talk. People need to see okay. that movie. They do. And oh, then I what am... should we have? Oh, I think Goodwill Hunting should be number five. Love it. I I, I would I, any chance to honor Robin Williams, I am there for. So all about that. I love it. So go back through your list and then we can touch on some honorable mentions that we got rid of. Absolutely. Um, your name, a silent voice up if Beale Street could talk and life itself. All right. And so my list was number five, The Notebook. Number four, Goodwill Hunting. Number three, Dear Zachary. Number two, Toy Story 3. And number one, Big Fish. So Mia, do that thing you do and read us the definitive list of tear jerkers. All right. Our top five tearjerker movies. At number five, Goodwill Hunting. At number four, If Beale Street Could Talk. At number three, A Silent Voice. At number two, Toy Story 3. And at number one, Big Fish. Oh, man. Weekend, this is a way to do it. Um, there were, did you have any that you like cut out? Like, so I'll, I'll give you terms of endearment was like one of those kind of staple, like everybody cries. Give okay. my God ones. Um, Manchester by the sea was another one of my honorable mentions. Okay. Uh, okay. Kid stuff again, always going to get me. And then, uh, the other one was, uh, green mile. I always, oh, so I always cry at green mile. I started watching that film. I've never finished. Oh, wonder you, if I ever should. <laughs> you'll cry. You should. It's very, very good. Um, it will make okay. you mad. It okay. will make you happy. It will make you cry. But it's it's a good journey. I would definitely recommend it. Okay. Um, mine were uh, The Fox and the Hound, Ooh, good one. Inside Out, mm-hmm. um, Land Before Time. Mm-hmm. The first one. The first one. Yeah. The first well, one. I mean, the other 47 of them aren't that great. Yes, that's a thing. Um, the other one that I just realized as we were talking, um, is it John Q? It's a Denzel uh, Washington yeah, film. John Q, the one where he takes over the hospital. Yes. Um, yes, that good. one. Pretty that, good. I completely that forgot good. about that film until just now. Yeah, that, that one was... That one's mm-hmm. one of the ones where I always tell people, like, if you want to see Denzel Washington, like, capital A act, watch Training Day and that movie back to back. Oh, back to back. Oh, shit. 
Yeah, because it's like, look at him be this and then watch him be that and know that they were released in the same year. That's how good Denzel Washington is. They were released the same year? Yeah, within like oh 12 months of each other. Holy shtucky mustache. I know, right? It's He's just, he's so good. So he's good. So good. so good. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, that, that, that brings us to the end of another High Five Colon, the podcast brought to you by Project Hyphen Nerd. For all of our shows, you can check out our archive on highfivethepodcast.com or on project-nerd.com. If you're not already subscribed, but let's share the love. If you're already subscribed to our show, go to project-nerd.com and subscribe to other shows. We've got comedy improv murder shows. We've got tabletop board game chats. We've got live nerd talk shows and game shows. I promise you, you can find something that you will love there, and we will love to have you. That's all we want to do is nerd out together. So come nerd out with us on project-nerd.com. And until next time, I've been Jay. And I have been Mia. And we want to give you all a huge high five. Bye. Bye. We have reached the end of another High Five, the podcast episode. It's time to lock up the writer's room and rest comfortably, knowing we knocked out another great list of things you should be watching. If the guys didn't mention your favorites this week in their lists, you can harass them by emailing them at myfive at highfivethepodcast.com. That's M-Y-F-I-V-E at H-I-G-H-F-I-V-E-T-H-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot com. Got that? Or connecting with them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash high five the podcast. On Twitter at high the number five the podcast. Instagram at high five the podcast or on letterboxd by searching high five colon the podcast don't forget to subscribe on itunes stitcher google play or wherever else you listen to podcasts and drop the show a five-star rating and show us some love what's the worst that could happen farting your skeleton out of your body <laughs> maybe see you next week and that's a wrap, everybody. Cut, Casper. That's a wrap. Cut, printed. What happens in the next reel? Cut. Okay, that's a print. Okay, cut. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, people. Now let's get the hell out of here.